What's up, DIY music? This is Brad, as you all know, and I guess I forgot. The final mix is not always the final mix, and I'm not only back in machine, as opposed... I'm sorry, I, I basically, I killed that joke. I was going to say I'm not only not in Pro Tools, I'm back in machine, and... Um, but when I got to the mastering stage, I... Here's the... Uh, the takeaway here got to the mastering stage in ozone if you don't have ozone you can try this with an eq and i'm assuming that it would work the same way it's basically just an eq but i was using the imager and i soloed out only the frequencies from zero to 200 and i realized that i was hearing things that weren't in the song which meant that the song isn't finished and I was also feeling a groove, like my, my head started nodding to a beat that wasn't even there. And I realized that my head was going sideways. So I tried this like constant kind of four on the floor kick drum. That didn't work out too well. Um, I also, you know, it's a pretty sparse song, so I need a little bit of drama. So, but I also don't want to build up expectations too much and then not deliver. So I think I found the right space. I'm extending the intro a little bit and just going to let notes rig out. Um, and I'm actually going to focus on the Rhodes piano or keyboard that I have in there as opposed to all the other stuff. I realized that that was one of the important elements that was giving it a lot of groove that I didn't even realize. Um, and then I also recorded some guitar that's reversed with like tons of delay on it. So I'm able to um, to kind of effortlessly just through those two things like i just extended the note luckily it was kind of a suspenseful chord that the that the Rhodes is doing so making it longer is totally fine and uh and delay is delay so just with those two things and then i'm just going to feel out the timing like i have it set to um how many uh, i've got ozone open i've got so much stuff going on okay so it looks like it's like 14 yeah, okay, okay, 12 on the intro. 12 bars where I think it would have been 8 otherwise. So I'm I'm going to do for that I'm I'm going to try for that 4 bar if if it feels right, but I also kind of want to try coming in at like a weird time or basically not even any time at all. Just just listen to it, feel it. It's a shame that Pro Tools when you hit stop that it throws you back to where you were because that's you know sometimes when you when you catch a timing like that it's it's not going to be on beat and i kind of want to go for that where where you never know which side the listener is going to be on as far as the groove like they might want it to come in early somebody else might want it to come in a little bit later so if you kind of meet somewhere in between on your gut instinct maybe they'll you know follow along i not 100% certain if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, another night of not playing Overwatch, and it's the summer games. You know, I, I'm i not trying to, like, be a martyr here, but it's work. But I'm glad that I did it, because I'm I'm learning. Like, in, in Pro Tools, I'm, I'm learning through these little mistakes I made, and I would probably forget about the mistakes if it wasn't for doing this little show here. So um, that's that's definitely another plus. So I I think I'm going to keep going here and then I'm actually going to go straight back into the Ozone 200 Hertz and and listen to that for a while and and 
find out what else and just basically rinse and repeat until this is an incredible song even if it takes me you know like a week i'm I'm gonna do it what's up everybody brad with diy music coming at you today with actually like a ton of stuff um today's gonna be a pretty busy day for me as it goes on so i wanted to jump on here early in the morning and uh talk about my mixing last night and i learned a, a lot of things um what one thing that uh that kind of hit me was I, I i was discovering different little tactics left and right um and i had to make the decision to either jump on here and tell you guys about it or just do it and uh and and have it in the song a hundred percent rather than possibly forget it so there is some stuff, but you know we we got the rest of our lives here, so we'll we'll work it out. Um, the first thing I want to talk about was uh, I I don't know if Graham Cochrane talked about this already, uh, but t- the idea of like turtle mixing. So this is really like all automation, pretty much the very last step of your mixing process. Um, you you want to try to give your instruments a moment to shine whenever there's an opportunity. So I had like just a a blank moment. Um, I put way too many damn beat drops into this beat, which I kind of like, but I, that that's a whole other thing. But there's moments in your song where the attention is being changed, the focus of the attention is changing to a different instrument and you can use that to your advantage too um you know if the listener is paying attention to the reverb of you know like i i had the reverb tail from the initial drop just kind of continue just because it sounded good and that was letting me fill that space and then there was a part where i was able to automate the volume up on the guitar and just let it poke through for a second and then I was, you know, like once other instruments came back out and it was no longer the focus of attention, I dropped the volume because it's just, it wasn't important. But for those five seconds there, I was able to kind of lift it up and let it shine. And I just did that with, um, I guess, four automation points. The two outer ones are just to level set so that it goes back down to where it was. And then you do the, uh, I don't know, select all three things and then just like lift it up to taste and and see see how it works the other thing this is probably one of the the biggest takeaways for me um and this kind of goes back to those couple films that i tried scoring um you're always looking for an out for your instrument so you know you you need an escape plan basically you can't have that uh you know guitar or roads just sitting there throughout the entire song so I I was having this Rhodes piano come thing. <laughs> Sorry, it, it's, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. I haven't had coffee. Um, I, I had this Rhodes piano and uh, our keyboard. And um, like, it's, oh man, I, re- I really need coffee. It's, it's going to be a long day. Um, yeah, so I used the Verify record stop effect probably too much so i I think i'm just gonna take the day away from the mix refresh my ears and come back to it and then see how much is too much 
but I had this effect, and then I tried to come back right right back in with the roads, and I just realized that like it it wasn't completely necessary, so I took it out and found another spot way later in the song to come back in like that that's one thing, especially with this vocal sample that I've got going on, you don't want to fatigue your listener. And you don't want to annoy them when it comes to having the same sample play over and over again. And some of this could be just me listening to the mix for hours, but I'm also trying to keep things interesting. So, you know, even though, yeah, it's like it's it's more or less the same beat, same bass, same instruments doing the same thing by constantly. And I, I mean, like you know, every four bars almost, I'm taking something out, whether it's a snare drum or a bass hit or, you know, the Rhodes piano for a second or the vocal sample. And I also experimented in Pro Tools. I'm, I'm learning I can flip beats a little bit better because I had a lot of experience with uh, Sonic Foundry Acid. And uh, it's very, very similar. So I did some really cool reverse stuff. Hey, Brad with DIY Music. Uh, as always, I've got more to talk about, as it turns out. Um, so, two things here. The Dr. Dre line, taking my time to perfect the beat. That's something you should do. Because, not only will your beat sound better, but what are you rushing towards? Just another half-ass beat? Or another beat that's just not mixed as well as it could have been. Like, even if the beat's not that good, if the mixing is there and you're doing cool things in the mixing, you could turn a decent beat into something that's just awesome. So, um, just take your time. Like, even if it takes like a week to mix a beat, that's, you know, it, it'll sound great. It'll, it'll sound awesome. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was after you're done mixing and it comes time to promote, you know, whether it, what, what, whatever that means for you, promoting, selling, whatever it is, keep in mind, this is global. Now you have no limitations. Like if you can't, for some reason, break American radio, college radio, try Japan, try Africa, like every country, you know, the TuneIn radio app will tell you the names of the stations, listen to them, see what fits the format, check it. I mean, yeah, it's going to be a lot of work because that's what everything is. But this is global now. And so even though, you know, there's plenty of opportunities online, put your stuff on YouTube, SoundCloud, all that, people are still living in the real world, especially in, you know, uh, other countries and 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 even in america too like like radio is still important just a little bit different you know like uh, american radio is different but and and i probably can't necessarily speak to a lot of other countries i know japanese radio a little bit and and some of the stuff they tend to play jazz if if you're writing jazz you need to focus on japan they love jazz and i'm speaking from like i lived over there for two and a half years there's bars full of jet like the radio stations play American jazz like go for like you're that's that's a huge tip right there if you don't already know if you're doing jazz Japanese radio and then check out the one th this is hyper specific this might only affect one person but uh, there's an area called Inoshima E N O 
Shima. And um, they play a lot of jazz, and it's a beach area, so people probably have their radios on. There's a lot of stores um, around the beach area that probably have their radios on, so hit them up they I, I used to listen to them and uh, you know i'm not a huge fan of jazz but i just noticed that like damn these, these guys are playing like a lot of jazz all right so anyway I, I like i said before i got so much stuff to do today so i probably won't even have much time for a lot of mixing but um yeah just uh, i i also just wanted to focus on love man like i i feel like everything i say is important the same way i hear other people talk on interviews and stuff it if it sticks with you, I, I want it to be a positive message. So just much, much love. Hey, everybody. This is Brad with DIY Music. Hit me up on email at thenationalpool.com with any questions or anything. Um, I want to talk about something a little bit different, um, but it totally maps to music and productivity. I was listening to one of the Buddhist, po- or I, I guess the only Buddhist podcast that I listen to, Audio Dharma. It's fantastic. I've been listening to it, uh, man, since like 2005 or 2006 or something like that, off and on. And one of the recent podcasts really caught my attention where they're talking about conditioning and just cre- creating conditions for for whatever, whatever it is you're trying to do. In the Buddhist sense, they're trying to create conditions to, you know, be a better Buddhist. For us musicians, we can create conditions to be creative and to be productive. And, excuse me, a little hiccup there, I had some yogurt. Um, So, for me, the thing that I can act upon is just cleaning up my space. My my apartment is a mess right now because of eBay. I, I've mentioned eBay quite a few times here because um, it's, you know, prior to me making the decision to go all in on music again for one of the many times in my life, um, I, I decided to go all in on eBay. So my apartment is filled up with like cardboard boxes and knickknacks and all kinds of junk. Like, I'm not getting rid of all of it, but there's some stuff that I can get rid of. And I started looking at tables and mixing desks because I have some space, what limited space I have. I, I need to capitalize on that. Uh, maybe moving, you know, uh, a sofa around or, you know, I, I, I'm definitely getting too, I, for, for me, just those like $20, $25 Ikea tables, uh, maybe $40, those work fantastic. I don't, I don't need like some crazy mixing desk. I don't have any real outboard gear to speak of. I got some like actual keyboards and you know, that artist mix and stuff. So I, I've, I certainly do have some hardware, but most of it's in the box, but I do need that space. And just to create, just cleaning things up, just to make sure my, my head's clear. So I'm in a comfortable space. And, and one of the other most important things is, uh, I, I, I think, always having your equipment ready to go. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be turned on, but just have it out and plugged in. So when it's time to create, you don't, you know, like if, if you're inspired, sometimes that inspiration could last 30 seconds, five minutes, but when it's time to go and you get a song idea or you just feel like making a beat or, you know, writing something down on guitar, whatever it may be, 
Put yourself in a position, set your conditions so that you can execute upon that without having to sit there because I've been in that position and it sucks. Like sitting there and like, oh, like where where's my, you know, guitar cable? Okay, I had the USB cable going into the printer. I now have to unplug that and then plug that into my machine and like by the time you get all your stuff hooked up, you're so pissed off that like any creativity or any positivity that you were going to put into music, that's now long gone. And now you're just left pissed off with a bunch of half hooked up equipment. So put yourself in a space where that stuff is already taken care of so that when you're ready to execute, you can do it without having to think at all. Put all your thought into your creativity instead of plugging in USB cables for 10 minutes and looking for cords and, you know, are are my batteries dead? Yeah, my battery's dead to my guitar pedal. Where are my batteries? You know, keep, you know, if if that's something that's for you, you know, make make sure you know exactly where all your batteries are. Uh it's it's so simple, it's so dumb, but it helps so much. Uh and I'll I'll leave it there.